Welcome to the Consciousness Obsessed Podcast. I'm your host, Parisa Norbash. I am a healer, wellness seeker, and access consciousness CFMW. I'm so grateful that you're here. My mission is to empower the souls that are on the journey of creating a life they love living. How can I contribute to you? has been a while since I have done an episode of my podcast so I'm a little rusty please are we back okay set it up poor connection I'm having a special guest come as usual I am thinking I, I need to start doing these by myself too because hello my friend um yeah I just get so nervous <laughs> much easier when I have someone here so oh I think they have arrived oh here we go hey hi beauty how are you I'm good how are you I'm good I'm so excited for our conversation today it's, you're going to do these so well on your own, too, just so you know. Oh you're a rock star. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I just get so, like, I can talk for days, but when I, I don't know, when I get in front of a camera, I'm like, ah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yes. So this is my dear friend and personal coach, Crystal Crawford. She is a Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Talk to the Entity Certified Facilitator, all the things. New facelift facilitator, right? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. And today we are going to be talking about um, including your body in all that we do. So, um, oh my God, where are we going to start? I don't know. Uh, well, I do know. <laughs> um, I guess we can talk about like how this topic even came up. So today during um, Crystal's 500k business group call, I had asked her, I asked, I don't even remember what the question was, but I was like, what is stopping me from having this amazing business that's like booming? And you had asked me, well, I, I don't want to butcher it. What, what did you ask me? I don't totally remember, but (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean, you were really looking at like, what does it take for my business to grow? And when you're looking at what it takes for anything to grow, you've got to be willing to look at, am I willing to do and be whatever it takes? And we kind of all have our own thing that we use to stop ourselves or, or that has just become kind of such a natural limitation that we don't even really notice Mm -hmm. that we're limiting ourselves by it because it's just kind of been the thing that we've always worked around. And so I think what I asked you or brought up was, was your body. And I don't remember how I brought that up. It was way more elegant than what I'm saying now, but you know, it's like, are you using what you're willing to be seen as or how you're willing to move or, you know, what, you know, leaving the house even like, are you using your body in any way to like not, create and I because I know that I have over the years you know yeah so I think that was more the conversation yeah no totally it was and um I had I had always kind of known this and been like oh I of course this is the way it is like I had thought to myself okay as soon as I lose weight look beautiful have perfect skin and blah 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 and have like 
Louis Vuitton head to toe, then <laughs> I will be good. I can, you know, do all the things and I will succeed. But I had made that my reality for so long that I'm like, yeah. I can't do anything until I get get there, which like, where even is that, you know, and um, I had just been functioning from that for so long, yeah. that I never even realized that that was not my what my reality could be. So yeah, yeah. I don't know when it hit me one day, but I, I don't know, whatever, I'm in so many different conversations all the time, you know, looking at things. And there was one day when it sort of got something got me looking at how much I was using my body as a limiting factor rather than as something that really added to the joy in my life. I didn't really perceive my body as something that added to the joy in my life. It was just sort of something I had to manage and handle it. I don't know, dress up and, you know, navigate rather than actually be in and enjoy. And I would say that's probably still an ongoing conversation for me. I don't, I don't feel like I'm there or I still find things that I don't choose because body, you know, but the more that I'm willing to uh, explore that and open up, you know, just open up even the conversation of like, okay, well, if I wasn't judging my body, you know, what would I choose? The, the easier everything gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And something that you had told me once was um, the only reason we need money is for our bodies because an yeah. infant being would never need money. And it's funny. I, I realize now that I have been trying to create money without including my body, which is like, what? Like, how would that even work? So, yeah, I mean, our bodies are such a gift and we've been taught by this reality that they're so wrong and something, and even by religions and things like that, that your body is something you should never touch, never like, never want. Definitely touch it though. That's all I'm saying yeah. is they were wrong. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, how fun is it to touch your body and just explore and, you know, those possibilities. And we just get taught that it's like the worst possible thing you can do. Yeah. I was, I was raised in a pretty like, um, well, I was raised very religious. And so I would say most religions that I've ever seen or been a part of are pretty, um, I don't know what the word is, but basically like your body is kind of the source of, it's like money and body are the source of all evil, essentially, you know, oh. and um, that those and the energies that they incite and all the sexual energies and all that stuff is like just a no go zone, basically. Mm-hmm. So like sex and sexuality and having a body and all of that in my family was even when it wasn't, it, it wasn't talked about. I mean, really the most of the body conversations that we had in my family were about calories and weight loss, Mm -hmm. even though most of us were pretty average weight, that's kind of like what we focused on. And even in our consumption of food, that was, it was, it was really about survival and weight loss. And that was really the extent of our conversations about our bodies. So, you know, we never had any conversations about sexual energies or, you know, any of that stuff or, um, you know, lo- all the energies that have to do with your body, like lust and envy and, you know, pleasure and, and all of those energies that actually, when you start to include them in your life, make your life greater. Those were all excluded. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So when you exclude all these different things, it, it can just be so hard to create your life. Well, it's actually like almost impossible. You can't, 
if you can't receive lust and envy and all of these sexual energies, you actually can't receive money. So it, it, yeah. it, it absolutely incapacitates you, cuts you off at the knees in a way that you don't even know is going on because nobody's talking about this stuff, you know. But, I mean, your body is such an essential component of receiving. And if you didn't have one, you wouldn't need money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, it's, it's um, beginning the conversation of what does it really take to enjoy having a body? Because for a really long time, I did wow. Yeah, no, same. And that that's something that I'm just starting to really look at. Um, mm-hmm. When I first saw, found Access Consciousness, and I thought it was, you know, the answer. And I was like, Oh, I found the thing that will fix me. And slowly I learned I don't need to be fixed and all those things. But um, I, immediately, I started with my body. I was like, Alright, let's fix my body. Let's do this and this and that. And I was kind of hit with these truth bombs that like, you know what, you don't need fixing, you just need to look at what is and you get to choose. And I had put it on hold, I guess, for a while. I was like, all right, I don't really want to deal with that right now. That's too much truth and too much honesty for me. So I'm just going to focus on other things. And it's funny, it came back around today for the first time, (laughs) right before the advanced body class, which like, totally a coincidence. (laughs) But um. Yeah, it's just so interesting that it came up in a money conversation. I just wouldn't have expected that. And yeah, it's it's so interesting to me. Well, it's interesting to look at what you stop yourself from doing because of anything. You know, it's like, what do you stop yourself from doing because of what you think you look like or what what you think you're going to run into or, you know, et cetera. Um, Mm When we first, we, my partner and I just relocated to Panama from Canada. And when we first moved here, I think I've told you this story, but you know, the first two months of moving here was really intimidating. Like there is a lot of really, 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 really beautiful women here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also it's this, it's Latin culture and this total, totally new, totally new language, totally everything. And so I was constantly being confronted with myself and my points of view about what I looked like and what my body was compared to these bodies. And, you know, there was just a whole world that got opened up. And Mm -hmm. for a little while, I retreated. going to be a computer person and you can go out by yourself because have all the eye candy you want and I'm just going to stay here and you know and do my thing here which for a little while managed you know all the energies that it got brought up but after a while I realized I'm avoiding being I'm avoiding being these energies that I became aware of when I first moved here I'm avoiding being sexually intimidating I'm avoiding being you know, a source of lust. I'm avoiding being all of these things that a, that a body can be. And I had all my reasons lined up because I'm. <laughs> and then one day I just, and it's been a series of choices, but I, one of the choices was I, you know, I realized I was doing that one day and I just was like, okay, God damn it. Fuck it. You know, mm-hmm. I am going to, I actually use the words, I am choosing to be sexually intimidating because I was looking around at all these women and I'm like, you are intimidating the shit out of everybody. And I hate you. Love you. Stop (laughs) it. Don't stop. You know, and 
realizing all the things, like, yes. all the things you know, <laughs> and just realizing I wasn't willing to be it. So I had to start mm-hmm. to choose to be willing to be these things that I was letting intimidate me that actually were keeping my life smaller too. Cause that if you're not willing to be sexually intimidating, can you actually have money? No. No. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You should be able to, but it has nothing to do with the size of your body or the shape of your body or what everything we think it has something to do with. It has to do with what you're willing to be and not be. And um, wow. you know, that's an adventure. Yeah. I mean, I've been on that adventure since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Like um, in my family, I, had, I was never really overweight when I was growing up. Um, I was just kind of muscly. Like I was in dance, I did soccer and, um, I was taller than ever. Like I hit puberty very early in life. So, well, you know, early according to this reality. So I was always just bigger than other people and more muscly. And I was just taught that our bodies are so wrong. And I was always put on diets when I didn't really have weight to lose. And there's just so much diet culture going Mm -hmm. on. And, um, you know, I, I grew up and once I, had more independence and like was able to drive and hang out with my friends more and make my own choices. It was almost as if I was retaliating against my parents' wishes by being like, oh, you think I have a bad body now? Like, fuck you, I'll show you. <laughs> Which now that I I didn't realize I was doing that consciously, but now I'm like, wow, what insanity was that that I was yeah. creating? Yeah. And um, just through getting my bars run and having sessions with you and reading book, access books and all these things, I'm like, wow, like, our bodies are one of our greatest gifts. And yeah. um, at COP, which is Choice of Possibilities, to anyone who's not familiar, I had a conversation with Brendan Watt um, about, it was actually during his class, what are you addicted to besides forgetting you're addicted? I think that's what it was called. It was, yeah, a, it was a clever title. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about how our bodies are just this gift. And the more you refuse it, it's just the harder your life will get. Mm -hmm. And I've just been asking myself, like, how can I celebrate my body today? And it doesn't have to be like, I'm the hottest girl in the world. And like, I'm going to be a Victoria's Secret angel and all that. It just, you can start with very small things. And I guess like, how do you celebrate your body? What, what do you do in that regard? There's a lot that I do now that I never did before. I mean, one of the big things I added to my life was access bars. So if you guys don't know about access bars from Parisa, I mean, they're 32 points on your head that somebody lightly touches and you either feel like you had a great day at the spa or your life changes. Um, and when I first found access bars, I wasn't a body work person. I really, I just didn't include my body. I worked my body out and I mm-hmm. fed my body the correct food and that was my body regimen. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I found bars, I was, kind of at the end of my rope, I was, I tried everything else. I'm like, okay, fine. Try touching my head. So, but once it caught into my life and I learned it, I don't actually know what I would do without it now. So for me, bars is like absolutely one of the key things that I do to celebrate having a body because it's such a gift. It makes my life so much easier. It, you know, all the things. Um, and I would say also, I, I, I have lots and lots and lots of conversations with my body throughout the day about everything. I ask it about what it wants to wear. I ask it about, you know, what we we're, we're buying a car tomorrow. So I asked it about the car. Ooh, body, do you love this car? My body's like, mm. yeah, um, you know, because <laughs> it is for your body. Because it's for my body. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you just don't realize how many things are for your body until you 
you know, really think about it. Like, you don't need money for your body. You don't need a car. You don't need a house. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. And, and I've been willing to make enough money that I can buy the food that I want and the things that my body wants to drink. And, like, you know, and that's the thing about when you're willing to really be owned by your body. Your body has Ooh. preferences. Yeah. 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 You know, I used to shop at Walmart and Target and buy three of the same shirt because I liked it. And also I wanted it in every color. And also it was a good price. Mm -hmm. Now I ask my body where it wants to shop, which sounds a little weird, but buddy, where you want to go? And I'll get a sense of something. And I go there and it has all this beautiful, you know, possibilities of stuff. And um, so it's a really, really, really different way to live, to like allow your body to kind of direct your life and open up your universe in the way that it can. So for me, that's, it's kind of ongoing. It's this ongoing inclusion of my body that is really fun. Mm -hmm. And one of the thing that's really, one of the things that's really fun for me is that it's not logical at all. No. You like asking your body, like that just sounds at first to me, that sounded crazy. I was like, what do you mean? Like, where else do I talk from? Like what? <laughs> Where am I speaking into a microphone? Like, yep. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, speaking to the left boob, <laughs> yes, and it's just like <laughs> it's a muscle too. Because at first, I was like, I don't hear anything, or like, I'm not I couldn't hear shit. No, yeah, yeah. And I really got into this class. I think I heard Ask Your Body the first for the first time in my first foundation class, which is the class right after bars for those of you guys that are new, and um. So whatever, day one, and then we did the morning, and it was snack time, and, you know, we're walking into the kitchen, and the facilitator's like, well, just ask your body. And I'm like, how the fuck does that work? Like, <laughs> no, seriously, I was like, what, what are you talking about, you know? <laughs> so the, I, was, I, would I was watching everybody else, and, you know, some people made it super significant, and mm -hmm. other people didn't ask. And, but I started, I started, and I was like, well, body, do you want this, you know? So it's like there's different ways that you can play with it. I actually have a little 14-day series on my website if anybody really wants more. Yeah, it's learning how to talk to and trust your body. So it's that's there if anybody wants it. But um. <laughs> And you have a foundation coming up too. Yeah, tomorrow. You foundation. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so you, so you just start where you start. And your body actually does give you information, but we're not trained on how to listen to it. So yeah, absolutely. It's a practice. Yeah. And something I've also played with is like, even if I ask my body, like, let's say, all right, body, do you want water or soda or something right now? You know, and I get water. I'm like, okay, I hear you. And I'm going to still choose what I think I want. I that's also been fun for me too, just to <laughs> acknowledge my body and be like, all right, I do hear you just so in my just so we're clear. I did hear you. And I'm still gonna do what I yep. want. But I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if this is just like my insane point of view, but I feel like that is that it's a great thing to do just to develop that muscle of like listening to your body. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We always have choice. And I think it's interesting that we are a being and a body because in reality, there is this dance between the two rather than what I was taught and what I practiced, which is like, I run my body like I, the body has no say I do what I think is best for the body and that's how that works um, including my body and actually communicating with it as a as an entity has been a really 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 different way of living because it's led me down pathways that I never would have chosen if I hadn't have asked my body 
Oh, so that's fun. Yeah. What are some of those pathways? Sorry to like put you on the spot. No, but... I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I probably would not be living in one of the nicer condos in Panama if I hadn't have asked my body, for example, like my body is kind of a snob. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like it likes really, really beautiful, soft, nice, supple, you know, elegant surroundings and fabrics and quality things because quality things are just built different, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, pay for. yeah, but I would have shopped from a different point of view if I wasn't asking my body, you know, and, and literally when we were, for example, finding this, this place, um, we had somebody showing us around in this building. This building's very tall, like 67 floors. And oh, wow. so we were hopping around on the different floors and different possibilities. And it was so crazy because I think we saw five units and it was so instantaneous, the response of my body when we would walk into one. And it was definitely just no, my body almost couldn't walk in. And then when we found this one, everything in my world went. And that's the gift of including your body because everything's got energy and everything is energy. So, when you're asking your body, you're including your body's sensory awareness of energies and futures that you cannot possibly logic. Wow. Your body is just willing to know that stuff without needing any kind of mind involved. So we're on their own. Yeah. So interesting. And like the body feels and the being senses, which we get. So we, we interchange, we use them interchangeably a lot in this reality. Which is so interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so like different pathways in in terms of that. Like if I ask my body when I'm booking a hotel, for example, body, if I'm looking from a money point of view, I'll look at one hotel. If I'm looking from a body point of view, I look at another hotel. So if I let my body choose, then I've got to step up monetarily because I don't have that money, body. Can you show me what it takes to have that money? Yeah. Yeah. Show me what it takes. And you can ask your body questions too. That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean is like different pathways, um, different clothes, different places to eat. Like I am so ruled by what my body will and won't eat now. It's, it's wild. It didn't used to be like that. So literally if I try to put something in my mouth that I want to just feed myself, mm-hmm. but my body doesn't want it, I almost can't put it in my mouth now. It tastes like cardboard. Oh, wow. Um, what would it take to have that? <laughs> well, it does change because it didn't start yeah. there. So it's like, be encouraged because I, you know, for me, it took a lot of three-day body classes, a lot of advanced body classes, a lot of Dane Hears classes mm-hmm. to, I think, unlock whatever I had locked into the cellular structure of my body for it to start to be able to give me that information because it was, I had a lot of things going on when I first found access. So yeah. sometimes it takes a lot of body work to give you access to that. Yeah, no, definitely. And Janine says, body, show me what it's going to take to make the money you require. Yeah. I love that question. Yeah. And your body will actually also show you when you have something going on physically, uh, what it takes to change it. And you can just ask your body, like, I had something going on downstairs (laughs) for Mm -hmm. like, yeah, "Mm -hmm." too much information, but it was never too much information. And I was like, okay, I know the traditional route to handling this thing, but body show me what you require. And I kept getting the word probiotics, you know, just kept flashing it in my head. So I bought some, started taking them within 24 hours. It started to change. Wow. 
So that's like the magic of including your body is your body actually knows so many different things. Oh my gosh. That's wonderful. I love hearing those stories. They never fail to amaze me, even though I'm like, yeah, the body does know still just blows my mind. And something I wanted to touch on is that the body does not have a point of view. It only has preference. So um, what is the difference between those two things to you? Well, a point of view is something that's fixed in place. So it's something that you've decided is so or has to be or Mm -hmm. needs to be in a certain way. So a point of view is fixed. A preference is just a choice, really. A preference is just like, I can have this or this. Oh, let's have this. That's more fun. You know, it's just... It's just choice. Mm-hmm. And it's not from the place of like, oh, this is right for my body or this is wrong or I shouldn't want this at this time. Or Those whatever. are points of view. Right. Yeah. Because that's not pre- preference. It's just choice. It's just, oh, yeah. this, this sounds easy. This sounds fun. And what's interesting yeah. about being a being in a body is that you've got preference and your body has preference and sometimes they don't match. Oh, you know, I've never really thought about that because, yeah, I, I, I am aware that like my body is in me. I'm not in my body. And yeah, that's true. Cause I, I do have preferences for my body yet. My body has its own. That's interesting. I haven't really thought about that. So when you're willing to be owned by your body, which is a huge conversation. I mean, yeah, it took me a long time. <laughs> I'm very advanced, but just put it out there. It's like when you're willing to be owned by, you have a body, it has, a, it has preferences, you know, it does talk to you that's when your life changes because you really start to listen to it and, mm-hmm. and then your choices change. Wow. What would I take to have that? <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Bodies are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? What else? What else? Does anyone have any questions? Um, what are I guess what are some things that people can just start playing with with their bodies oh Janine has a question too what What is is owning energy what is being owned oh man it's like most of the time what we do is we choose things without acknowledging that we've chosen them and then because we haven't acknowledged that we've chosen them we resist them. So for example, so I chose to come here and have this body. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I chose that I, until I was kind of into the mix of access consciousness. And they're like, well, truth, did you choose this body? And I'm like, yes, that's weird. Okay, I guess I chose this body. Yeah. Um, because I had always fought this body. I had always made this body wrong in some way, right? So this body was too fat, too this, too much stomach, too many, you know, all the different judgments that we do of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so when it got around to that conversation and, you know, well, I guess I did choose this. Okay. So for what reason would I continue to judge it? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. If I chose it and I chose this one and I didn't choose another one and I threw those two people together as my parents and I have this genealogy and I chose this, yeah. what would I, you know, for what reason would I continue to do that? And so being owned is like getting that you chose this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I chose this. So what is this? Mm -hmm. What do I do with it? Do I need to change it? 
do should I, maybe I just enjoy it, you know? So it's like, it returns you to the creator seat of whatever it is, you know, like when you're being willing to be owned by your business, you chose this, you created it like this. It is an entity that can speak with you and give you information. Are you willing to listen and be owned by the fact that this is what you brought into the world? This is your baby. Because a lot of us leave all these back doors open on our life, on our relationships, on our business, on money. And when you're willing to be owned by something, you're willing to, to be with it until you're not, until you're not, until it ceases to be, basically. Yeah. Instead of always having an out. Exactly. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Yeah. So it's like if you were willing to be owned by your body owned by its sentient nature, owned by its naturalness, owned by the fact that you chose this one. And so there must be something right about it that you're not getting. You know, what would change about the way you are with you, about how you care for it, about how you steward this thing that you chose? What would be different? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, being owned. Which is different. Yep. Did you want to, I'll read it. <laughs> so what Janine said, which is different than being at effect. Fascinating. Yeah. Cause you think like if you're being owned by something that you're at the effect of it, but really you're kind of being owned by yourself because <laughs> you chose. You're being, yeah. You're being owned by your own choice. But, in, yeah. but that really the key thing there is recognizing that you did choose everything that's going on. And I think that's probably the bigger conversation because most mm -hmm. of us think things happen to us, including our body. Yeah. Yeah. Which we choose everything. We created it. We chose this body. We created it. Okay, cool. What information did I get from creating it like this? And what can we create now? Yeah. And that's the thing about choices. You have a new one in every 10 seconds. So it's not like, oh, I chose this. I'm fucked now. Like, no, you, you, you can choose something different whenever you are willing. Or you could be fucked. That's yeah. also a choice. That, yeah, that's a choice too. That's true. And you know, I have chosen that. You know, I have chosen that quite a few times and I guess I'm just gonna sit here and be fucked today okay fine. Yep. <laughs> not in a good way either like I just <laughs> yeah and then I make a different choice eventually or I don't exactly or you don't yeah, yeah. but that, but getting that you always have another one I think is so huge yeah mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's very empowering too yeah yeah, yeah. Very cool. cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, I thank you thank yeah. you so much for being here I really appreciate it and this conversation Anytime. Yep. So everybody, you know, what would it take to enjoy your body more than you should? Yeah. And foundation certainly wouldn't help with that. No, no. So don't go to her foundation tomorrow. No, no, no. <laughs> and I have another one at the end of the month. If anybody's just now watching this and uh, that timing doesn't work, there's another one there. Nice. Watch out for what Paris puts out in the world next. Does it get any better? <laughs> Thanks, honey. Cool. Thank you all so much for coming. And thank you so much, Crystal. I really appreciate cool. you. Yeah. See you um, soon. Talk to you Bye. later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Consciousness Obsessed podcast. If you enjoyed, please leave a five-star review and share this with a friend. You can connect with me on Instagram at Parisa Norvash with an extra H at the end or on my website, parisanorvash.com. As always, I'm beyond grateful for your presence, your soul, and entire being. What else is possible? <laughs>